Smile, Keith. Live. Welcome to Big Maker and Coffee. <laughs> this is the post-Cruise in Hidden Springs edition. This show is brought to you by Cruise in Hidden Springs. Unlike normal, Sydney's wearing the show sponsor shirt today, not me. So there we go, Cruise in Hidden Springs. Our product of the day is Team PNS because they went out there and killed it this weekend. Uh, and half of them are still there. So uh, they're like the house guests that will never go away, Sydney. What's going on over there? <laughs> so we do still have a couple crews and warriors still in Boise. And so I have, see if I can do this right, Tony and Adam Garvin. So we all know Tony. He's our new director of training. Adam Garvin is out of McMinnville, Oregon. And um, so he's joining us on Beadmaker and Coffee this morning. He brought us treats and Mike brought us coffee. So we are all set to go. And there's Keith, no longer social butterfly. <laughs> I'm, I'm all, by myself, all by myself, so I'm antisocial today. So, <laughs> well, welcome, Big T, and what's up, Adam? It's like, dude, we live in almost neighbors, and we never see each other except when you're somewhere else and on the show. So there we go. Um, and, we, you know, we have got a really busy schedule coming up, but let's talk about what's really important. How was the show, guys? Man, it was great. It was awesome. <laughs> the layout this year was an improvement from last year, and last year was great. Uh, I think everything ran a lot smoother. Uh, this is my third year being up here for the show, and each year there's been an improvement. So kudos to Sydney and John and the planning team. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> How was it for you, Tony? It was great. Second year, and um, yeah, a lot smoother than that than last year. Just it seemed like everything came together in a really smooth and orderly fashion. Um, not as many, a uh, uh, cu couple of grumps last year mm -hmm. that, you know, got snippy with us. That People don't like to park on the grass. They want to park on the grass. They don't want to park on the grass. Yeah. They like to park on the grass now because if you're anybody, you park on the lawn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Plus, the bar cart is in the grass. So, I mean, that's why I'm going to stay out there all, all forever because my favorite thing is the bar cart. Yep. I know, right? So <laughs> it's right next door to the mini donuts. I mean, this just doesn't get any better. I know. So just to give some context there, so our this was our ninth year. Um, and for the first seven years, we parked on only the asphalt. So we would park both sides of the street. We'd go all the way down about four blocks. And uh two years ago, well, so this year, two years ago, um, we had to start coming up with a different plan because all of a sudden our uh, fire station was open. And so we couldn't use both sides of the street. So we had to start utilizing our apple orchard, which it took some convincing to participants that it was okay to be in the apple orchard. And so, um, you know, last year was kind of the first major year that it was in, in the apple orchard. And some people just didn't like the idea of parking on grass, which is so funny. Cause for those of us, um, in the, in the major car show industry, we know that the grasses, you know, you want to park on the lawn. Like that's where the cool guys park. Right. So it took some convincing. Um, this year we just, I think last year when people were parking, they had a lot of hesitation about it as the day went on, they realized once everything came together, it was pretty cool. So this year we didn't have a lot of pushback. Um, but I mean, the orchard's where it's at, in my opinion, it was so cool. We had a pit stop challenge. So they were changing like NASCAR tires, um, in teams for charity. We had a whole kids section out there with um, like climbing walls, bounce houses. We had a face painter. We had uh, vendors out in the 
in the orchard and then all of the food trucks. And what was cool this year is we put the food trucks on a little bit of a hill where all the majority of the apple trees are. So we parked them in between all the apple trees and then we had um, eating tents up there. And at the time when we chose to move everything up there, didn't really realize the impact. But then what was cool is from the eating tents, you almost looked over the whole show. Yeah, you had a raised up section. To yeah. And so that was my number one compliment. I've had so many people say, oh my gosh, the eating tents were so cool. You could see the whole show. Um, so everybody loved that up there. The food trucks mm -hmm. killed it. They did. It was amazing. We had like nine food trucks. Um, the bar cart was there. I think the bar cart completely sold out of all of their alcohol. <laughs> it was very popular. And then, um, you know, in the other part of the show, we had more vendors over on the green. We had um, a couple more food vendors over there that are part of Hidden Springs. And then cars, RC races. Um, we had Tesla join us this year, which was cool. They wanted to set up a display and they did very well. Um, and we had Lithia Ford here who brought um, Boise State Bronco athletes with them. So we had uh, Taylor Green, who is the quarterback for Boise State. And we had Riley Smith, who's a tight end. And then we had Paige Barch, who is a volleyball player. And so that was a huge hit. She's a tall volleyball player. Very tall. <laughs> very, very tall. Um, she felt very small. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even go over there. I was too <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the quarterback was what? He was six six. So I mean, yeah. it was it not was a small group of people. You you really realize with those guys that man, uh, so you know, athletes are pretty big people. So big. Yeah. Um, I'll have to send you guys. There's a video of Taylin trying to get into Nancy's little tiny uh, Mini Cooper. Oh no way. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I found it on someone's story and I was like, oh gosh, so I screen recorded it. It's so funny. Um, and so we had. Let's see. I had about 14 people, detailers like Tony and Adam, come down um, from all over. We had Robin from New York. We had Josh from Iowa. Josh is up on the screen now. Thanks, Josh, yeah. for being there, by the way, buddy. It was Josh, great to see you. Great to have you there. Yes. These guys' support is just unbelievable. Um, and so I assigned about half the team was assigned to send it, setting up vendors. Um, so they would collect the vendor as soon as they arrived, and then they would help them you know, get to their spot, get them set up. Um, all of that, that was awesome. And then the other half of the team was in charge of parking all the cars. So we have um, about 200 cars and we have two hours to get everybody parked. And I think we had everybody parked in, what was it? Like, I mean, the, the bulk of the people were parked in like, what, 45 minutes? Yeah, we, we got like, happened. And um, I had Kyle here. He was kind of the orchard captain. Um, Adam was out on the street running defense. Keith was running defense down at the other end. <laughs> And by defense, I literally mean defense, not a lot of offense <laughs> going on. And um, it just, it was amazing. I mean, it all just came together. Um, you know, obviously, John, my partner that I do the car show with, and myself are kind of the point people. And the calls that we had on the radio, I'm not sure if my radio just wasn't working, but I didn't hardly get any calls asking questions. So the whole PNS team just absolutely handled everything. And it was, Awesome. So amazing. And the day, and then we all just got to kick back and relax during the show. So it was really, really great. And everybody's families were here. Adam's got his family with him. Tony's got his entire family. Um, so lots of little kids running around and oh man, so great. And I cannot thank everybody enough. It was absolutely amazing. Yep. Um, Mark, good morning. I want to say good morning to you. I was thinking about you this weekend as I drove through John Day on the way home. So went the long way. <laughs> 
Uh, everybody's doing lots of good mornings. Uh, I'm trying to find a question here for you guys, but there's no questions. There's lots of love. Everybody got to Oh, look at this. Oh. Here we go. Feedback from the crew. The, yes, the, I show my 65 GTO and prefer to be in the grass. Absolutely. It's a lot cooler. Um, so then we went, Adam, did you guys go down, downtown yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. So then there was a downtown, which is another big car show. I think ours just absolutely killed it. But um, so there's a big, the downtown foundation car show was yesterday morning. And um, I mean, they all park on the asphalt and they're all squeezed in so tight. And the guys are just sitting there in their chairs with nothing to do. And anyway, it was, it always cracks me up. But um, so I, I just don't understand why people would want to be on the asphalt. It's cooler on the grass. I mean, yeah, you might have to dust your car off when you get home, but you're gonna have to do that anyway. Um, so, you know, what part we missed of the show is, uh, what's your favorite product that you used last week? So Tony, what's oh. your favorite product that you used oh last week? Well, I went through an entire court of Kyle's boat and RV actually. Yes. So, That's right. You and the trailer. I want to still see the before and afters on. That. Yeah. I took a video of it driving away and I said, goodbye. <laughs> That's the last trailer. Good luck. Starting the castle. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was a 35 foot, like 2018 Keystone Cougar and I don't know, 75 feet tall. Um, and yeah, I went through 90% of a court of Kyle's on that thing up and down the ladder and then, um, used up the rest on a little 90 something Chevy S10, uh, with no clear coat left, or I don't know if it ever had clear coat, but it was definitely single stage now, uh, whether <laughs> Whether purposefully or not, and um, and that soaked up the rest of it. So it was a good week for Kyle's in my shop. Yeah. Awesome. Adam? Uh, Clarity Cream was the product that stuck out for me last week. We had a 26-foot Alomar in the shop that sits in a silk in Depot Bay, Oregon, mm. uh, on the ocean all summer. Mm -hmm. So we used that to polish out all the glass, and then we uh, ceramic coated the glass afterwards to help keep that glass cleaner, uh, last longer, and easier maintenance for them. So the Clarity Cream really came in clutch for being able to do that in a one-step fashion. Our old process on boats before Sydney showed me Clarity Cream a couple years ago uh, was a two-step process and would have been double the amount of labor. So if you're looking for efficiency, check out Clarity Cream. So mine, I'm going to have to go with uh, Absolute. Because we had four cars to wash in like an hour and a half on Friday, yeah. right? Before we had to be down to the rag company. And we got a little bit late start. We had a little bit too much fun at, at the Mocha Moose that morning. And so we had to uh, get a lot of cars washed really fast. And I'm just always just amazed how you can literally wash a car. I mean, you, when you think about washing a car in a typical fashion, you know, just all the soap and the foam cannon and drying and all of that. I mean, it was just like, we just washed four cars and it was no big deal. And some got their wheels clean. One didn't, um, cause they, it, they weren't dirty. And, um, it, I just think absolute so, so great, you know, I mean, you can take pretty dirty cars and just wash them almost effortlessly. Right. And they looked amazing. We almost didn't even have like the mini Cooper. We almost didn't even have to wipe it down again. No, and, and oh. the funny thing was, it was probably the most expensive labor bill in the history of the planet for those. Oh, totally. totally. Rob gave me the Kyle was on there. Josh, <laughs> yeah, Josh. Uh, Kyle yeah. and Tony, so that that was kind of funny. So we had a, if you guys remember, if any of you remember watching my social media, I had a, was it a 69 Challenger 
or 73. I can't remember. It was probably seventies um, challenger that was maroon and black. So it had a black hood and then the rest was maroon. I just coded it in legend maybe two months ago, uh, right yep. before defender came out, literally the week before defender came out. So it's been a couple months, but anyway, he parked it in a sprinkler for how long do you think? Three weeks. <laughs> Too long. Wait, yeah. Wait, five years. Good Whatever God. And so we got it washed, and it was like, uh, I mean, completely covered in water spots. Yeah. Completely. And so Kyle and Tony busted that thing out uh, with what did you guys use? UCP. UCP. Always the answer. Yeah. Always the answer. Yeah. And it looked perfect. I mean, it was amazing. And so they, they, busted that out while we were washing other cars. And so it was just, that was really cool. And it all happened pretty fast. It was pretty easy, nothing too crazy. Um, but absolute just always comes in clutch for me. So I do want to go back. You put up a, a comment earlier, um, from somebody on Beadmaker lounge and it was Nicole. And I definitely have to give David and Nicole a special shout out too, because they brought their daughter Lacey from Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh yeah. And Holy cow. I could not have done it without them. Um, Nicole and Lacey, Lacey is, a, if, if anybody knows Nicole in person, um, she's amazing. Like stuff is going to happen. It's going to get done and it's going to get done right with Nicole. Done and so Lacey was just a second version of Nicole. <laughs> and so I mean, the registration booth just was so amazing and they killed it. And she they were not messing around and yeah. do not get in the way of their vote tallying. That's all yes. I'm saying. So Lacey was uh, during the vote tallying part, like that was just absolutely awesome. So, well, yeah. yeah. So, um, let's, you know, somebody asked the question, we'll get there in a second. Uh, how many cars did we have Sydney? You had 210 registered, right? Yeah, we had 210 register. Um, I did have several people tell me the day before that they weren't coming. We had probably, and this one's hard. I need to go through and actually hand count them, but we had about 25, on our list that didn't show up, but I think they were there. We had a lot of guys that were like, Oh, I registered two cars, but I only need one, you know, and it was kind of weird. And so I think parked, we probably had, cause then we had a couple, we had like 20 people registered day of. So we probably had like two Oh five parked, I would guess. Um, that's what I think. I think there was just over 200, yeah. which yeah. is a lot. It's a very small space. Yes, it was definitely a full house. It was a definitely like, a full house. Yeah, like last year we had, I think we ended up with like 193 last year, but we still had a lot of parking down at one end of the street and mm -hmm. we still had a lot of room left in the orchard. And we probably only had, what do you think, 10, 15 spaces left in the orchard? And the street was full. Yeah, the street was full. I would say we probably had 10, 15 at least. I mean, Kyle yeah. and team parked those guys in there fairly tight. We actually had a lot more room. The orchard's bigger than we think it is. We, we probably yeah. put either another bar cart out there or we could put more cars. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a toss up. I don't know. Um, put the bar cart closer to the exit. That'd be happy. Make me happy. But, um, all right. Um, we don't mix dream maker and bead maker officially at PNS, but the arts and crafts section is on the other end of the line. They may have an answer. Jamie, <laughs> what happens, Jamie in the comments, what happens if you mix too much dream maker with bead maker? I'm sure he's done it. He's probably done it. <laughs> I'm sure that he did many, many months of scientific testing to get there. Yep. Hashtag more bar cards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We already answered that question. Perfectly. Hey. Didn't hey, Eddie. Make it out, Bev. 
Oh, well, I'm glad you kept her home so that she could feel better, but we definitely missed you. Hopefully next year. Yeah. Yeah. But Hey, you know, we had a strong Utah contingent. So, um, Chad Stoker with Budco came up and we had Ricardo there and he brought the family. It was pretty awesome. So awesome. Everybody was awesome. All right. Crazy question. Who's this crazy question from? I like crazy questions. Let's see. This is from Gabriel. So even if it's not a polish, but it's paint gloss with a buff and shine white pad enough to remove a coating, it's on an extremely thin paint and I'm afraid NB is even too much. I would never use, I mean, personally, I don't ever use a pad without any polish. Do you? I don't. And I would say two pea-sized drops, really tiny little drops yeah. of Envy. You will get plenty of working time. Uh, and with a white polish pad, you will probably, if it's got a coating on it, uh, you'll probably more than anything polish the coating than you will really remove it unless the coating's old or, or well damaged. But um, don't be afraid with Envy. Envy is super, super mild and it's really lotiony. That's your right answer. If you're afraid of doing any damage to paint, white pad and, and you know, uh, envy is the way to go. Yeah, for sure. And and I would, yeah, I would always use a, a you know, a creamy style substance product. Paint gloss is really, you know, a mist and wipe style product. It's not bad as a pay, pad lubricant, but I definitely would not use it as my polishing um, lubricant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Any words of advice? For the next one. She hit enter too fast. This is from Robin. <laughs> Good morning, morning From Robin. Robin sent us a message. I'm trying to get to it. Where is it? There it right is. Right here. So this is from Robin. So she says, any advice for someone who may be considering hosting a car show? Yes. Um, spend lots of money and hire Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, call me. I can give you all sorts of advice. But I think um, for me, what really stands out is... Um, man, involve the community, involve the sponsors. I could not make the show. I mean, I have some crazy ideas, really crazy ideas. There's no way that I can pay for them. And there's no way that I can get the, you know, I just couldn't charge participants enough to cover the cost of the show. Um, the participant, you know, revenue probably pays for one fifth of the show total cost, which yeah. is actually probably pretty low. I probably need to raise my prices, but um, the community, I mean, we have just on the hidden spring side, we have, um, gosh, probably 75 volunteers. And then obviously team PNS shows up for the management of the show, which is great. But then my sponsors, I mean, I have sponsors for even our emergency services for, um, you know, the, all of the kids activities, all of the trophies. So I just really, really make a point to involve, my community and even outside my community businesses. Um, and we make it really fun for the businesses. So we don't just ask them for a check. They're actually at the show. They're either, you know, manning the kids event that they've sponsored or they're, you know, the sponsors, they show up, they pick their car, they show up for the award ceremony. So I really involve the sponsors because part of that you're using as marketing, right? So you're getting your face out there, you're talking to people and, you know, my sponsor trophies have a name, a theme that goes with their business type. So it just adds a whole element of fun. And so I just really involve sponsors and community um, because otherwise I couldn't do all of that. And so I just make it super fun for sponsors. And the more sponsors you have, the the bigger, better things that you can do. Um, so that's my number one comment. Um, Tony and then Adam both, what did you 
um, what do you guys take away from car shows and what's one advice that you would give? Well, I mean, I think just, just from observing, you know, the last two years, obviously the community, like you kind of touched on this, but the community Mm buy-in, you know, you're essentially disrupting not, not, not a, not a large area, but at least a few streets worth of parking Mm -hmm. and access to people's homes. They can get in and out, but there's ways around, but um, for at least a small number of people, it does inconvenience them in a way Mm -hmm. for that morning. Um, So obviously having everyone's buy-in and it, I mean, I, I haven't heard of, you haven't told me any stories of angry residents or anything happening. So obviously the town is yep. bought in, all mm-hmm. of the town is participating. The town manager, mm-hmm. um, you know, is, is at every meeting helping mm-hmm. make sure everything runs smoothly. So I would think that's, that's probably your biggest battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just having everyone be okay with it. So you don't get yeah. a bunch of complaints. Well, and to touch on that, because that's a good point mm-hmm. is buy-in from your county officials as well, because then oh, you yeah. don't problems. And so we fully involve our sheriff's office, um, fully involve our um, fire station and firemen. Um, we involve, we put them in the show because then you're not going to have problems with regulations. And I mean, we still follow the rules, but you know, a lot of times you can have people show up at your event and it may not be, you know, shape sanctioned or allowed. And so we make sure we have that all into place, but then we also involve those agencies that we are also impacting. And so, um, you know, the, the police were at our event the whole day and they were great. They love it. They come every oh, year. Oh, they sponsor a trophy. Yeah. The firemen <laughs> are right there with their old vintage truck and they're letting kids climb all over their fire station. And I mean, it was, that's great. So Adam. Yeah, definitely a culture of collaboration is key. Uh, the other thing is just realizing the bandwidth and capacity of your volunteers. Mm-hmm. Some volunteers can put in a three or four hour shift, but as a general rule, try and keep your volunteer shifts to an hour to hour and a half. People can sign up for multiple shifts if they want, but that way you don't burn them out. Um, have a volunteer coordinator. So you have one person that can, can manage that and be a point person for those volunteers. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them are, are there out of wanting to give back to the community, but they mm-hmm. don't have an understanding of what that vehicle is. They're not going to tell you that a 56 Ford has an issue. They're going to say that that blue truck... <laughs> With black right. fenders has an issue. <laughs> um, make sure that blue truck. We got eleven of them. <laughs> make sure you uh, that volunteer coordinator knows people's strengths and weaknesses, and if they're a social person, they can be more of a frontline volunteer, and if mm-hmm. they're more of an introvert, they can be more behind the scenes and help with logistics of moving things around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like Sydney said, make sure that you are on board with all your officials. The fire marshal can shut something down real quick. Mm-hmm as can um, an officer for safety reasons. So making sure they're on board and then also pulling the right permits for your municipality, whether that's city or county, um, would be my recommendations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I think consistency is key there, Sydney. You know, we we freaked out what, three years ago when you put the first 10 or 15 cars on the lawn. Yeah. Uh, and then last year, you know, the big concern was it would be a fight. And it was a little bit of a fight. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, now that it's become a thing, mm-hmm. um, so change is always hard. It's like turning a battleship in the Suez Canal, not advised. Um, but once you get consistency with what your program is, year two, three, four, five, six, mm-hmm. these things can build on themselves. Yeah. Uh, I think the other thing, the really big thing to me, Sid, is every one of your sponsors isn't at the show. They're in the show. They're yeah. involved in the show. Mm-hmm. They have a piece of it because they give out their trophy that goes with the car that they pick and... Mm-hmm. 
Um, they have a little bit of ownership. You know, they don't control anything at the show, but they have some ownership. And I really think that's a huge part of it is everybody has buy-in. The community volunteers, you know, you have neighbors volunteer, you have uh, you have your, your sponsors, vendors are all involved in the show. Uh, and I think that's a huge thing. It, it becomes, as Gavin said, a collaborative event. So, yeah. Um, yeah. by the and way, the my product are- week is, is small. Just yeah, and I think the sponsors are more... Um, apt to spread the word of the car show too, because they know they're going to be there. They're going to tell their customers, their friends, you know, I think that there's a much higher probability that they're going to spread the word and that helps. And then my last note on spreading the word to get attendance is, um, you know, the biggest thing for me that is successful is I've joined every car club and every cruising, whatever in Idaho on Facebook, all those groups. And then I share within all those groups. And I'm also still active in those groups. So I'm not just selfish and I don't just share my show, but I get my name recognized just as a member of that group. And then I, you know, share the show and, and kind of build it up that way. And people get really excited. So, um, you know, that's the other thing is you've got to tap into the community word of mouth also just to spread, spread the show. So, all right. Han says, my favorite thing this week is Sydney's laugh and key smile. <laughs> there you go. All right. Good morning, Eddie. Sending big positive vibes. Yes, shout out to the food trucks. They were the real MVP. I mean, it sounds like the bar truck was a little bit more of a hit, but the food trucks were awesome. Um, we have this one, Scotty's Dogs. He's my Scotty Dogs were fantastic. He's my favorite. Yep. Bob gave positive reviews to the taco truck. I didn't get over there. So yes. um, yeah. Shout out to the bar cart too. I mean, they were able to park themselves this year. <laughs> yeah, they did. It was on a pathway, but that's okay. They didn't park themselves. She pulled up in the street and our parking coordinator for the food trucks came out and drove it in. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> shout out to the bar cart. They knew their limitations, right? And drink and drive properly. So they knew their limitations. They got a designated driver. You can't beat that. Um, That's so funny. All right. Good morning, team. Sydney, congratulations on a successful show. What an amazing time. So fun. Let's see who was we that. we got to figure out how to get those. That was Gabe Garcia from TRC. Thanks, Gabe. Gabe and the, the whole Rag Company crew, they were all here. Stayed Gabe, the whole day. They were awesome. The family Gabe had, what, three cars in the show? His dad had one, and Gabe had both the pickup and the uh, forerunner in the show this year. So yep, that was- yep. all, the, all the babies made an appearance, little Aiden and Lucy, so cute. Yeah, it was it was a kid-friendly show. I mean, everybody brought their kids. and yep. um, I mean, Jeff brought the whole crew, so that was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Jeff brought all his kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to the food trucks. And while we're on the topic of Jeff, I mean, uh, can't say enough about the guys at the rag company. Uh, it's kind of become a tradition now that everybody comes into town early uh, and we all invade the rag company on Friday afternoon uh, and just take over the joint. And, you know, Jeff and the crew, just pick, everybody drops everything uh, and they give us tours and they show off the studio and we go look at the new buildings and uh, we get to look at all the pallets of PNS. So shout out to the rag company and Jeff and Carolyn. Um, you guys are fabulous hosts uh, on Friday and really do take care of us. And, and by the way, they do sponsor some stuff into the the, the goodie bag for the car yes. participants too. Yep. So. And so I want to give Jeff a special shout out. I actually sent him a text message yesterday because um, this is kind of cool and it's probably not something that ever gets said, but Jeff has sponsored my car show since year one. 
So 2015, when I was literally nobody, um, my detail shop had been open, you know, a year, year and a half. Um, I was just a mom up in the hills washing cars out of my garage. And I literally was nobody. And, you know, I met Jeff, met the rag company. And I mean, he's sponsored the show since day one. I went in and said, hey, I'm doing a a car show in my neighborhood. I have no idea how many people are going to show up. Um, and he was like, can I help you? Do you, can I give you something, you know? And so, you know, when they were in their little tiny operation and I was a little tiny operation and I was literally nobody, um, you know, Jeff and the rag company has supported me and my show since year one. And I think that's really awesome. And so I sent him a text message yesterday, you know, just, I just think that's so great. That's so cool to see, you know, knowing where that came from to what it is now it was pretty amazing yesterday when I sat back and thought about it. So special thank you to the rag company. They have been with me the whole way. Yeah. Jamie. Hi. <laughs> Jamie's more popular than we are. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and this is from Nicole. We had an amazing time and Lacey loved spending time with everyone. Lacey was great. She Lacey was, was awesome. Great. Yeah. Always get the, the, uh, the financial <laughs> accounting person involved in vote counting. You could probably get us all whipped into shape. Pretty <laughs> we put her in charge for a couple hours. Yep. There we go. We got TRC fans in the house. All right. By the way, it was a great TRC podcast with PNS last week in case anyone missed it. Yes. We well, yeah, that kind of happened too, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, we were all washing cars at the time. So we got to go back and listen. Yeah, Bob, for those who don't know, Bob was on um, TRC's podcast on Thursday, uh, and they got into creating some new sense. I don't know that any of those will come to fruition, but uh, it was it was a fun podcast. I listened to it on the drive over. Um, so uh, it was great to be able to have Bob on there. Uh, and we had a special guest this year, Dave Phillips, showed up. So that was kind of fun at the car show. Yep. Uh, so I saw this last night and it was like 1030 when I saw this and all that I cared. Well, I mean, so not to call anybody out, Keith made the thumbnail. I did see that it said July 19th, but you know, what was important, Keith, was you had it scheduled for the right date and we're all here. It just said Look, July 19th. You guys are lucky we even did a thumbnail. I'm just, yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to tell you that I yeah, went we over to see that all went down, my... but it was about 35 seconds. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Sydney didn't do it on her computer because her computer was locked in the Merc because it was right. still there from my the car show. We used my computer. Car and show, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you guys are lucky we did a thumbnail. Could have just been a yeah. blank black tile that said show up on tomorrow. So. Yeah. yeah, it was quite the you know what show. More bar It was carts. a special show in a, in a special show. Yeah. More bar carts. I'm telling you, man, it's a thing. Need Mocha Moose to sponsor TRC. We totally do. We'll get them. Look at the moose. Need the Mocha Moose. I'll talk to them about it. That'll be arts and crafts. Yeah. Yeah. That well, Mocha Moose should we should get them at the car show. By the way, we did Mocha Moose several days this last week, so that was awesome. Very awesome. All right, let's see. This is Jeff. Watch the local Corvette Club members' car. All right, in about six minutes. Yes, it is the greatest. I can wash. Well, that's pretty fast. I can wash my Mini Cooper in about seven, but I guess that's including wheels. But yes. Yeah, and you have white wheels, so that's the whole thing in itself. Yeah, it is a whole thing. Yeah. And you didn't clean any wheels this weekend. You had other people do that. That was pretty cool. Uh, I thought I cleaned wheels. I think you cleaned a Mini Cooper wheel actually. 
At least one. Just one? Maybe one. <laughs> I saw the wheels. No, I remember cleaning wheels. The best part of that whole exchange was uh, I cleaned wheels. Was Josh, Robin, and I standing back and, and watching Keith and Bob and Dave and you work. And we just said the talent doesn't do the work, obviously. But weren't we doing it? You guys were. Oh, no. So I saw that comment. I thought that was regarded. That's so funny. You guys are hilarious. Robin and I were standing back going, what do we do? They, they're doing it all. That's funny. No, I cleaned Mini Cooper wheels because I was showing Dave how crystal wash works. Yes. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. I cleaned wheels. And I rewiped the GT500 wheels that I had cleaned two weeks prior to that, that I chose to not rewash. Absolutely. Yeah, I got to tell you, the, you know, probably one of my favorite things that we did this weekend was we went and stole a car. Essentially, um, for those who don't know, Sydney's well known in her town that you don't mess with Sydney cars. So the dealers know that if the car's going to Sydney, they just leave it alone. They want to know who is this lady because they never let us touch the cars. But we just, she said, I got to go get the Mustang. Let's go get the Mustang. I'm like, okay. We show up at the guy's house. Nobody's there. The garage door's open. She walks over, she gets in, she starts it up, and like, all right, let's go. I'm like, dude, we're stealing cars now. And it's like, it's a thing. It really yeah. is a thing. Don't it mess is. with Sydney's cars. That's all yeah. I'm telling you guys. Yeah. So funny. All right, Jamie, after many test tubes and testing in the deep south, too much Dream Maker makes the formula become too dreamy with a hit of Mingo. Arts and crafts in the basement. Yeah, so, yeah, you don't want to go too dreamy. You want to be more beady. Right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm contractually obligated to say I don't know. Uh, I'm just so I don't get fined. That's what I'm saying. Absolute live stream. Yes. Mark, I had Ultra Coat working well on a lightly scratched coatings. Just saying, Tony, what do we say about Ultra Coat? It's always the answer. Per, per Keith. <laughs> Ramiro, good morning. Jamie the Cleaner, are you over the swamp cred yet? You had swamp cred, Jamie? And the answer is no. Jamie, get better, dude. We need you healthy. Um, I didn't know he had the swamp crud. I didn't know either. What is this? What technically <laughs> is the swamp crud? <laughs> Undocumented. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Uh, Alex says, I helped Rick at Rad Garage over the weekend on his coating his SQ5, drove home in a torrential downpour, pulled people over on the highway. Oh, people pulled over on the highway. And then there was me with tons of bead maker on the windshield. No wipers. You go. Alex, have you tried Defender on glass? It's unreal. Uh, good morning, everyone. Yep. Good morning. Um, the stacked bead maker glass coating is very underrated. Yes, it is. I would agree. Yes. Good morning, Ron. Great to have you on today. Next year, there should be a Stroopwafel sponsor. Sponsor That'd be great. You can send Stroopwafels, Hans. We put stuff. We put goodie bags for the participants. It's great. This I year, teenagers, we had all kinds of stuff. We would probably <laughs> need a pallet, though, of Stroopwafels yeah, to make it work. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've set some records this year with distance traveled. I mean, Robin yeah. pretty much set the record. Well, I don't know. I mean... Technically, maybe Kelly. We didn't talk about Kelly. Kelly came from Hawaii. Oh, Kelly, and she's still here. She probably did not want to get up this morning. Um, Kelly yeah. Minkin is still in Boise as well. She was <clears throat> top golfing last night. So she, she was. was. And, like, and it was late. It was like 11. 
Yeah. Yeah, but they have cover there. They don't care. It's it not real golf. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. I'm driving. I'm like, she's at Top Golf. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, we actually covered every time zone with volunteers this year. We got east. We got you know. We got central. We got mountain. We got Pacific. We got Hawaii and Alaska. We hit them all. No, oh, Kelly's here. She's here. She says she's bringing Kona coffee next year. Yay, Kelly's here listening. Well, Kelly, you could just be there in person. It would be early for her. She's way out in Cuna. I would have been an early hey, Somebody morning. needs to explain this one to me. I don't know what this means, but I'm not sure I want to know. Who won the inaugural Tony Mazel found the right spot trophy? I'll tell you who won. All of Team PNS. Yeah, we all found the right shot. No, we won because you found the right shot. Oh. <laughs> Everybody found your shot. No. <laughs> Why not both? Oh, look at the great group of amazing people who let Garvin out. Missed you all this weekend. <laughs> no, Adam's got a lot going on, man. He's he's a busy guy. It's tough to get him out of the, the McMinnville area. Yeah, this was us. Yes, so I got to tell you, man, um, this yeah. is awesome. We have a new partner in Japan, uh, Fungler, and they are doing a great, great job. They sort of a whole bunch of new stuff. Uh, it's heading out here soon. So if you're in Japan, look for more new cool stuff, including Defender and Swift. I know because I looked at the order. They are on that order. They are coming to you. And I have a heard a little rumor they may be bringing some rag company towels to Japan as well. So uh, be on the lookout. If you're in Japan, we're coming to you. So I want to go back real quick to the Adam Garvin thing because you missed this and I really love this. So of course, Adam wanted to be here. We all know that it's a great show. It's third year, but Adam say again, what is the real reason you had to come this weekend? Uh, my six year old's birthday is coming up and on his birthday list was to come to this car show. Cause we go to car shows all year long, but this is his favorite car show. And so this was at the top of his list. How sweet is that? Yeah. So cute. So this is his third year. He's all about it. He's been coming to your show for half his life. He doesn't know anything else. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's so cute. And and I think my favorite thing is every year, <laughs> this is literally <laughs> the funniest thing. He is all about the car show, like full speed, all in it. And then as soon as the car show's over, dead. <laughs> and I mean like dead. Knocked out. Like we don't see him. <laughs> like, right. like, like a lithium ion battery on a yeah. PXC80. <laughs> like it's going, going, going. No more power. Gone. Yeah. He's like an F1 car. He's got one tank of gas. It will give him exactly 58 laps, and that's all he's got. So yep. funny. He's done. He's done. All right. The cleaner cast was on Friday, but the Canada connection was this weekend with Alex and Rad Garage. That's awesome. Did you guys, did you film videos? I saw something. This did you? Yeah. Cool. Post videos. We want videos. We need evidence. Awesome. All right. Ron says 99% of the problem that happens with putting on a car show can be solved by making it a couple phone calls as the city and town departments to find out what one can and cannot do. That's so true. Yeah. Cause you know, what would be the worst it would be to get shut down during the show. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, I mean, you, there's no way around that one that kills a show forever. So, Hey, hey. we're just running through the good mornings and the hellos and getting the questions here. Great show this weekend, Sid and crew. Thank you. Okay. Yes. We got to get Jamie podcast. on the podcast so that we can hear his story about the swamp detailing, the heat strikes, and how to coat a cat in 100%. Well, that sounds interesting. Maybe that's we'll a, have Jamie on the next a, 
Full show right there. That's is he melting? Is that melting. the melting emoji? Yeah. <laughs> I believe that's the melting emoji. Yes. Good morning. Good morning, Christine. I was going to say she's up early, but I'm pretty sure she's on the latest time possible. Maybe she's only on, maybe she's middle of the road. Central. Um, the Tussin cast. Yes. We heard all about the, the Tussin on, uh, on Thursday. That's funny. It's migrated from one show to another. That's awesome. Yes, San Antonio, Texas, it's probably just about as hot as the sun today. I got excited when I saw the July 19th Beadmaker and Coffee. I thought I was getting a special Wednesday birthday edition of Beadmaker and Coffee. Um, it might be right around then. <clears throat> It'll be the Monday before because July 19th. Oh, the, next the Monday before, yeah. But then that would put us, and eh, it'll be a couple days before the 19th, actually. Well, I mean, let's make the announcement, Sydney. We're here. We're talking about July 19th. What are you and I doing on July 19th? Well, I might be boarding a plane. I'm not sure. Is that the date? <laughs> that is the day. We are flying okay. that day to yes. Waxstock. So we will be at Waxstock, Sydney <laughs> and I, with the Rag Company crew. Uh, yeah. We are all heading out on July 19th. Uh, we will get into England, jolly old London, England, uh, on the next morning, and then we will be there for Wax Talk. So um, if you are not planning to go, Hans Closing, you probably should go. Uh, just saying, throwing it out there, uh, we will be at Wax Talk. The Team yes. PNF will be Sydney and uh, her personal concierge, myself. So there you go. Bless you. Somebody has to keep me in line. No, no, I'm just there to provide bail money. That's it. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, by the way, Cindy, Crystal Walsh came up in a TRC podcast with PNS, and it wasn't me that brought it up. Awesome. That's so funny. I saw another comment about uh, Robin and Crystal Wash. So, Crystal Wash, we've decided that we're just going to keep teasing you all with withholding the full size video <laughs> that came right. up. It's, it's become its own legend, and we're never actually going to do the video, but we'll just keep teasing you. You know, we probably should have shot it while we had everybody here in the shop. I'm having too much fun. We were too busy. I don't know that we could have shot it because um, Robin would have kept calling it Crystal Meth Wash, and that would have yes. probably got us. You know, kicked off the internet. Yeah, so. She used crystal, crystal meth wash with those wheels. How could you forget about the gasping? Right. Yeah. We were all, well, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. me, I, I showed them how much I use and I choked everybody out. <laughs> Everyone's coughing. Yeah. Uh, yep. She did. She brought some of her crystal meth wash. Yep. We should have, I should have had her change my bottle label. Arts and crafts. Next yep. year. Yeah. So. Yeah, so for those who don't know what the crystal meth wash thing is, is, is uh, Robin Shop was featured on the, the TRC um, shop uh, tool. So she was, her thing went up this last week. So it was kind of all PNS all the time. The swamp cred is Jamie the Cleaner's recurring excuse to shoot Tussin. <laughs> is that like Robotussin? I think so. Yes, Robotussin. Okay. okay. <laughs> In the military, we called it Robo Trippin'. That's so funny. That's great. Yay. Bring coffee. That's Kelly. She said, I would have come for you guys. We don't want to get you out of bed, Kelly. No more graduations for the Kimballs. The Kimballs are all graduated. And so the Kimballs will not miss another cruise in Hidden Springs. Perfect. Well, look, if there was ever a reason to miss the cruise in Hidden Springs, graduation was probably. That was it. Reason, yep. so. I couldn't even give him a hard time because. Nope. And congratulations to Allie. She has just Allie, been. Yes. 
for sure. Uh, it's like she's been on a trophy collection trip here the last month. Um, bringing in all the hardware. Good for her. Yep. If my little brother was a detailer, he'd be happy to buy a PS in Japan. <laughs> It's a lot of hypotheticals in there. I don't even know. <laughs> oh, videos are coming. Rick's beauty shots and my directing powers. That's awesome. There we go. Now, oh, okay. I thought when I read this, I thought it was from Eddie and I was going to laugh. So this Ethan says, at Eddie, I'm in more of a swamp than Jamie. Being outside here is not as fun. When I read this earlier up on the side, I thought it was actually from Eddie and I was going to have to give him a bad time because we're in Idaho. <laughs> right. Where's, where's Ethan? I'm not sure. Ethan, where are you? Tell us where you are. Already booked hotel and flight yesterday. Yay. There you go. He's ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will see you in one month, Hans. One month. Troop waffles and bail money. <laughs> Bring both. <laughs> you haven't met Keith yet. Oh, what uh, should I try first? Well, oh, this is a good one. Adam. All right, so we have four answers we can give. You go first. Sydney. Products. What should you try first? Uh, I think. Clarity cream. Everybody's got water spots. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's no easier way to get rid of those without yeah. getting into harsh chemicals than that mm -hmm. product. Mm -hmm. um, outside of that, Defender, I think, is oh, a fabulous product. <laughs> if you're wanting to go if you're wanting to go new age. Yep. Tony. Yeah, that was gonna be my answer was Defender. It's kinda, you know, you're jumping right up to a pretty strong protective product, but it just is so easy to use. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago I put it in the hands of my father in law and he had a new vehicle and he's like, Oh, I sprayed it on everything. I didn't know if I could or not, but it didn't seem to cause any problems. And that's exactly it. It can go on glass and paint and whatever. It was easy. If he can do it, anybody can do it. I'm going to have to stick with my product of the week too, an absolute, um, because if, if you just haven't tried any PNS products, but you've obviously used other products on the market, I think that absolute is just because the formula is so different than any other rinseless wash on the market. Um, I just think the experience and the, and the absolute, the whole thing is just so great. So I'm going to stick with absolute. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Swiss army knives of, product and that is paint gloss you cannot go wrong with paint gloss you can use it as a light mist and wipe dust it down you can do a final touch up we use it on the inside we use it on the door jams it is super versatile super easy again you can't hardly screw it up uh and so if you're entry leveling our products you'll you'll have a great experience with that product yeah i would die without paint gloss too that's true yeah so there you go four great choices <laughs> TRC crew says to use Breakbuster at 10 to one in the IK former, you know, everybody has their favorite mix. Um, 10 to one is too light for me. Uh, I use it five to one in the IK, but I also don't use it in an IK a ton. I like to just use it straight up out of the spray bottle, but that's just me. Um, but yes, I know Anthony uses it at 10 to one. It works great. I think it's great for, you know, maintenance washes, you know, as long as the wheel's not too dirty, yeah, you're going to be good. Yeah. I think in the IK foamer, you have to add some dilution to it. You can't use it straight. You won't get the foaming you'd like. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm with you, Sydney. I'm an RTU guy. I spray it on. Uh, I just love to use it straight up out of a, a spray trigger. So what about you, Tony? Same. Straight. 
Adam? Yeah. Straight? Uh, straight or I actually all my prep products on the prep rack, I use pressurized kegs. Oh, cool. And so I yeah. convert old Pepsi kegs into pressurized sprayers to, nice. for efficiency. Man, and, we need to have you on arts and crafts next uh, year at TRCMA. Awesome. So your local yeah. tire shop for a stem, <laughs> your local farm supply for a spray handle and some braided line, and you no longer have to do this. Oh, man. Arts I, I know a guy who kind of you know, built those for years. So if you ever need a hand with arts and crafts on that. So yeah. uh, and the great thing about those keg setups is uh, that Adam's mentioning is the product really will froth out of those things under pressure. Uh, so it's it's kind of a neat effect uh, ready to use. Um, so I highly recommend if you haven't tried that, you should try that. So cool. Uh, that. Oh yeah, I, I think this one just proves that opinions vary on what the dilution yeah. ratio. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll also depend on your market. So in Oregon, we get really saturated, mm -hmm. uh, heavy, dirty cars, you know, mm -hmm. from our rainy environment. Whereas if I was in Arizona, I could dilute and save a lot of product mm -hmm. just because it's more of a dusty type environment versus the heavy mud and and crud grime we have up in Oregon and the Willamette Valley. Yeah, and it probably also depends on your water. You know, you it absolutely water. does. Yeah. yeah. The, the harder your water, the less effective. Every grain of hardness takes about 5% of the soap's foaminess, effectiveness away. Right. So yeah, you have really good water, 10 to 1 will probably foam pretty good. But if you have bad water, yeah, 5 to 1 may be the best way you can go. Right. Because even though the rag company and I are only 5 miles apart, they use DI water and I use tap water. So it's yeah. going to act totally different. So. All right. Shine Your Light Detailing needs to join Jamie the Cleaner for an episode of Mystery Concoctions. You two are premier mixologists. <sighs> <Not endorsed. laughs> all right. I've been asking you all many questions about crystal wash. I have a local police department rig coming in today. And as we all know, they are always loaded in hard water spots. Is crystal wash safe on the vinyl graphics? Absolutely. It is going to be safe on the vinyl graphics. However, it might not do too much for your water spots. Just a heads up. Yeah, yeah, you know, we discovered that too. We we did a car I that mean, was just... real water spots. Yeah, yeah. If you catch it pretty quickly after the sprinklers hit it, it's going to be maybe okay. But if they're real water spots and and if it's a black police car, I mean, the you know the black the temperature on black vehicles gets so much higher, and if the water spots bake in, the crystal wash is not going to really do much for those. But we do make a product for that called Water Spot Remover. We got super creative with the name. Um, and that, that will do the work. Um, <laughs> the, the age of the vinyl is going to play a big factor in that too. So yeah, if it's totally vinyl from the, you know, the car's five years old, the vinyl's mm -hmm. five years old. Yeah. There's not going to be much you can do for that other than, mm -hmm. you know, maybe use some envy to rejuvenate that vinyl and give it a little bit more shine. The water spots are still going to be there, but it'll make those, that vinyl pop a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so that's where you sell the preventive maintenance of sole or some sort of a coating, uh, on there, sold does great on vinyl. We, we love it on vinyl wraps. Um, but any any ceramic coating that you can stick on there uh, will help the the absorptiveness of the uh, um, vinyl not be a factor when it comes to water spot. And then you're just working on the surface. So mm -hmm. you know, first sell them on a coating before they go out and, and wreck them, and then after they do that, you'll probably have better success with water spot removal. Yep. Yep. So Super Neato says, been detailing since turtle wax and bleach white days. Nice. That's nice. 
remember that. I was like yeah. four, but yeah. I, I used that on my dad's old Mazda pickup in the 80s. Well, I still remember using the SOS pad to clean white walls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. So funny. Uh, Hans, I will be around 10 a.m. at the airport in the UK. Um, I don't, I feel like we land in the afternoon, right? I don't remember. And I know we land on a different day than we started out at. <laughs> yeah, we land on Thursday. We are, we're going to perform the time warp and go back in time. Um, or actually, we're going to go forward in time and then coming home, we'll go back in time. So, yes, yes. Um, Good morning, Andy. 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 Yeah, Andy. So, hey, this was a great show for Andy Van Order. I mean, not only did he come over to the show, he mm -hmm. bought a car to put in the show. I mean, that's commitment. Yep. That is, yep. he's committed to the show, man. Yep. And so. he brought his daughter, Michaela. She was fantastic. She was awesome. Yeah. Yep. Lots of good family here this week. Uh, Titan Tim, good morning. Super NATO, you're nice. You're too nice. Detailing since 1976. Man, that's amazing. Wow. And then Supernado wasn't ready somewhere this past weekend with some hands-on detailing. Yeah, so he went on. Um, it was actually last weekend, and then a couple into this week, he did um, his coffee coatings and profits tour in SoCal. And then he had a couple open garages, a couple uh, ceramic certifications. So yes, he's he's been all over the place for the last week. And then he had a, yeah. he had a five day last week too. So yeah, he's been super busy. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah, just yeah, five day last week, and then he did the LA cruise. I guess is what we'll call it. Where yeah. he hit, I think, four stops on front on Saturday. So yeah. he was bouncing. Um, hopefully, he took the Porsche. He get around quickly. I'm not sure. So, um, all right. Ron says I tried uh, straight from the container in an old foam cannon I had, and it foamed up nicely. Yes, I have seen people use it in a foam cannon too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it in a foam cannon. Um, and we love foam cannons because they use product and we sell product, so that's cool. <laughs> hey, hey, Gordon McCall. Hey, Gordon, great to have you on the show. Um, you got to come up next year, Gordon. Yeah, it's just yeah. too much fun. It's number 10 next year, Gordon, and I don't know that I'll make it too much past number 10. So you got to come <laughs> next year. You got to come. <laughs> well, if you're looking for a hobby, Gordon, she she may be looking for a co-coordinator next year. You never know. Yeah. We had a couple motorcycles this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, yeah, we had motorcycles. We had a Bimmer. That was yeah. nice. Yeah, that was awesome. They are bad. Is that about the water spots? Yeah. Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. Hello from Greece. I cannot read Greek, but that that's awesome. Thanks for being here. <laughs> I took Absolute 15 days ago. I just love it. Breakbuster is perfect. By the way, my wife says thank you. Absolute is also great on Windows. Yes. Um, Adam mentioned that earlier. It's Absolute is an awesome glass cleaner. Standard dilution, though. Yeah, right? standard dilution. Yeah, standard no more dilution. dilution. 256 yep. to 1. And yes, for those asking, um, you can put uh, put Absolute in your chemtrail. Yes, you can. And um, Absolute's a great um, house window cleaner. Really, really good. Put it in a bucket, use your normal pole and you know squeegee, and it's really, really good on the house windows. I'll have to do that before the squatch acute because the windows yeah. need a little work around here. So. so Hans says, Jamie should apply for a mixing job at PNS. And you know what, Hans? They're, that job doesn't exist. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like the mixologist job doesn't exist. He could be a chemist and, and, you know, Dave likes to, Dave doesn't like when we mix it, but you know what? The one thing <laughs> is that he, he kind of laughs when we use the dream maker bead maker combo, because that is actually really good. But, but otherwise, um, we're not allowed to mix at PNS. 
That's true. And if he's looking for a, a, a blender or chemist type job, uh, there's a line now and it starts with Jessica. So um, <laughs> he's first in line and do not touch her forklift or you will. He has the recipe hand. to uh, express. express now. Yeah. 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 And she's got a forklift license. So yes, um, <laughs> you know, we may be making a staff edition announcement here in the near future because she was awesome. And, the forklift driver. Yeah. Uh, Andy, good morning. Thank you so much for coming, Andy. I'm glad you got home for your baseball game yesterday. That was awesome. Yeah, that was cool, man. That yeah. was awesome. Yep. I have used fabric baby diapers. I wonder what that was for. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to just keep going. Oh, okay. Here. <laughs> da, 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 da. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Uh, okay, speaking of water spot remover, seems to be a great emblem badging cleaner using a small brush while foam is dwelling everywhere else. Yes, we agree. Sydney uses Crystal Wash as a um, uh, as an emblem cleaner regularly, yeah. right? I use, yep, Crystal Wash, but if they're really bad, water spot remover works great as well. Um, both of them. The thing about Crystal Wash is you can let it dwell. You, I mean, you can literally spray it, brush it, walk away, and go on with your washing of the car. Um, if you're using water spot remover, um, that works great too, but you kind of want to work fast and then, um, deactivate it. You don't want to leave it because otherwise it will probably start eating through the adhesive. So you'd want to deactivate it. But yes, I've definitely had Range Rovers, um, and things like that where they're so bad that, um, absolutely water spot remover works. You just don't want to let it dwell for a long time. And we have a little brush set that's got a black and a red one in it that, that works perfect for that. Although I will say you had a lady there selling makeup brush, brushes at the car show and mm -hmm. uh, Lisa bought some, my wife. And you know what? Those look like they might actually work pretty well as detail brushes. So mm -hmm. we'll see how that works out around here. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, Anthony at the Rag Company calls me Super Duck and now Sydney calls me Super NATO. I like Super NATO better. Superado. Super How do you say it? Superado 2K. You know what? So sometimes the name, they're so small on our screen that we just make up whatever our eyes see. And I always see Super NATO. So I like Super Duck and I like Super NATO. So you're just going to stay Super NATO. That's what it is. No, it's Super I think Auto. Super NATO is kind of cool. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I need a water spot remover. So, oh, wow. Okay. So he's going to try. He was the one that asked, what should I try first? So he's going to, oh, maybe he's talking about clarity cream. I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. So I thought he was going to try glass. water spot remover as his first PNS product, but I think he means he'll try a uh, clarity cream first. <laughs> yeah. Definitely do that on the windows. I think you'll really enjoy that. Um, Keith, I got a chance to work on some t-shirt ideas on my flight home. Oh no. Be prepared. They're going to be good. <laughs> Keith is like, how far into the bar cart did we have that conversation? <laughs> no, we are safe on the bar cart conversation. That's not a problem. It's just, no, uh, I just. No, I was pretty like, okay. I'm good. kind of regretting saying, pay attention here because there's a lot of t-shirt ideas going around. And that was on, I think, Friday when, when I saw them. So, yeah. Okay, it's for the car show, Josh. Don't forget the pineapple. Yeah, don't forget the upside down pineapple. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. Panagos or Panagos? I think it's Panagos, but I'm not sure. Perfect. Oh, cool. Ron, thank you for using Google Translate. We're not that technically adept on the production side here at Beadmaker and Coffee. Just doesn't happen that way here. Uh, too funny. 
Hey, Tim, uh, get a jug of crystal wash and do a full review video. <laughs> Let's see if somebody else can get a video up before me. Let's send it to Pan. See how that goes. Yeah. It is a big joke on Team PNS now. I'll do it. I just don't know. Yeah, I just need I need my film person to get out of bed. And yeah, we just need to get. Oh, in. Joe, you know, I actually did that letter. I just. This week. Maybe we can do it this week. You're so here. So if you want your name to come up on Beadmaker and Coffee, uh, join, uh, restream and create an account. Yeah. And then your name will come up in when you're on Facebook. But if yep. not, you're just Facebook user number. Yep whatever yep. yeah yeah such a good point so you can if you get a restream account it allows you to authorize restream to show your name while using facebook groups so if everybody in the beadmaker lounge would do that then we could see your name and that would be awesome right and then we can butcher it anyway so that's yes. how we do it um yep. so yeah let's be let's clarify this for shining light detailing clarity cream for the glass absolutely crystal wash for the paint oh, we're cutting out there I'm, um, but you know, if you really have super bad water spots, you may have to do water spot remover on the paint. Um, yeah. So clarity cream is for water spots on the glass. Yes. Glass only. Yep. And then you can try crystal wash for the water spots. If the water spots are really heavy on the vehicle, it's probably not going to do much other than just remove other fallout. Right. Um, you may need to move up to an actual like water spot remover acid to get them off the paint. But clarity yeah. cream is going to, I mean, I've taken off some wicked, wicked water spots off glass with clarity cream alone. Yeah. Yep. You go aggressive on the pad. Yeah. Don't be afraid to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, except don't use the blue, new blue Rupes foam pad. I've actually literally marred glass. Oh, yeah. yeah. So don't do that. Yep. Don't do it in the training. I'm old and technology challenged. Is that um, Joe? <laughs> Joe Kimball. Hey, okay. Joe, the letter is done. I thought I sent it, but I will, I will just hit the go button here in a little bit. Jamie is a barista extraordinaire, venti gloss sauce, non-fat, extra hot. I love it. You know what? Jamie has a special pass to mix. Um, and, and I appreciate Jamie's mixes and I use them, but we just can't. Yeah. Well, it's not that we can't. So let's, let's just uh, address the elephant in the room. Um, we can't endorse it at PNS because we don't know, right? I mean, yeah, we've seen our stuff blend together and whatnot in different environments, but, um, we certainly can't endorse something that we just haven't done the science on ourselves. Um, and Dave and all of us are big believers that a product is developed and designed for what it's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's, that's all it is guys. It's not that big a deal, but. Um, dream maker, dream maker, that one's easy, but don't go. Relatively benign. You can't screw we up. We saw lot. one, somebody the other day asked if they could mix something into defender and it was like, no, yeah. Don't, right. yeah. don't mix water spot remover into defender. Don't do that. Yeah, and then when you get into compounds and polishes, you have different abrasives, and so mm -hmm. when you mix those, you're you're offsetting the actual chemistry of mm -hmm. that product, and so you might think on that specific paint system it worked great, but if a company is going to come out and have an official stance to mix those two, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. could damage a paint job pretty quickly. So you got to make sure it performs well in all markets mm -hmm. and all paint systems uh, before yep. you can put an official seal on it. Yep. Yeah, especially with compounds and polishes because they have different binders that hold the, the abrasive and suspension, and they don't always play well together. So, um, 
you know, there's some things like, ah, spritz of paint gloss on a pad and you're using compound or polish, mm -hmm. not going to be a big thing, but you start getting a little, little creative and it can be a challenge. Yeah. Uh, and remember if it's your car, I guess go for it. But most of the time we're working on a customer car. So, yep. Uh, I don't like to play uh, roulette with those things. Yep. And when you know, I go rent a car. Yep. <laughs> well, I do a lot. Yeah, I, I do. I do. do play with a lot of rent cars. So. All right. Josh says, if anyone in the Midwest is interested, there's an IDA certification event on Saturday in Iowa City, Iowa, with a few spots still available. Yeah. So let's talk about upcoming events. It's a little quieter for us uh, leading into July. So um, I'm off the road for a little while. I know, Sid, you kind of aren't doing a lot to, on on the event side. Um Rennie is really kind of now in focus mode to go to Air Force One, which is the week after the week of 4th of July. Mm -hmm. uh, but Josh does have a coding class, or not a coding, he has an IDA certification class. His first as a recognized uh, trainer for the IDA. Mm -hmm. So awesome. Congratulations, Josh. Um, that's next weekend. So if you want to do that, you know, check that out. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a little bit quiet for a couple of weeks as we kind of ramp up to the big show, which is Air Force One, and then we're kind of into Waxstock, and after that we come back and we're right into Monterey Week. Uh, so uh, that's kind of our our you know event schedule. Tony, when is your next training program? July tenth, eleventh, and twelfth in Hayward are our next three training days. And you have a couple seats available, right? Yes, the first day, uh, so the 10th, I believe, is full, but the 11th and 12th, so the all-in training on the 11th, which is a Tuesday, and the 12th, Wednesday, for uh, correction and coding. Those both had a few spots available last time I checked. Cool. And if you want to see where the, the sauce is made, go yeah. train at PNS. Yeah, and if you want to get in on those, uh, go to the July training, because we don't have one in August, right? Yes, yeah. no training right. Because we're going to Monterey, and we're just yep. going to take the whole month and go to Monterey. <laughs> take the whole training center to stage for Monterey. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and by the way, welcome to the team, uh, Tony. You will be doing your first Monterey event this year. So, congrats, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we will announce the Monterey team right after Air Force One uh, wraps up. So, look for that the week after. Um, maybe what we can do is announce the team on that Monday, which will be head out awesome uh yes but now your camera person is certified she is certified um she did get certified but she she needs to get certified in getting up early <laughs> so well, that, honest, she's still a certified teenager so that may yeah. that may yeah. be a little bit away so yeah but did you guys hear so she was on um rod and jody's rota fest podcast with me and she's going to take over the eyewash auto detailing social media. Oh. So because uh, the previous person doesn't actually run it. So um, <laughs> just me. And so um, she's going to take that over. So yes, she will be getting behind the camera a lot more. Um, she's going to have to be in charge of getting content and all that good stuff. So we'll get the crystal wash video. I'll work with Tony. He's going to be here a couple more days. Maybe Tony and I can figure out to shoot the crystal wash video for you guys. We'll, <laughs> we'll get on it. We'll get on it. <laughs> I just want to keep using it on wheels. And I said that and Keith goes, Sydney, we need a video about the paint. <laughs> so just say it. Yep. Okay. I, Fair enough. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Just got back into detailing. I never knew this content was available until recently. Well, it really hasn't been available uh, until recently. Uh, I brought a gallon of Brake Buster and a gallon of Express Interior. Have never used either before. Well, you picked two of the big three as winners. Uh, add Beadmaker in there, and you really have the the trifecta of start here uh, with PNX. Those are those are great products. You're gonna have a great time. Yeah. We're burning up Hans's battery. <laughs> 5%. Tony helped me out last week. I had to turn it off. I have a customer coming in like four minutes. So All right. yeah. well, we are, we are the, the lightning round here. Uh, just call me Dennis. Or, uh, there you go. Um, trying to keep up. Here we go. Oh, we got first from Puerto Rico. There we go. How many? We, we have global here? reach now. We just, that's what it is. I could hear that coming. I was like, that better not be that deep. <laughs> I got to go. Batteries are 5%. We got to go because we are past our time. Um, I know we didn't do a ton of technical questions this week, but it is the post-car show wrap-up, and sometimes you just kind of got to get the story. So yeah. uh, thank you, everybody who was at the car show. Sydney, great job again this year. Yes. I'm looking forward to number 10. We're going to have to do something pretty special. For I know. Us. I know. And just another huge a huge thank you to uh, Bob and Dave. Dave was here this year, which was so exciting for me. Um, you know, they both came super supportive. Um, they do so much for the industry and for me personally. And so um, that was awesome. And just thank you again to the whole team, Tony, Adam, um, you know, you guys give up your Father's Day weekends, you bring your families out here. And it's just so awesome to have, you know, everybody together. And it's fun for them to get to meet you know, some of the customers that I talk about and, you know, see my neighborhood, see my shop, even though every time during the car show, my shop's an absolute mess where it's not usually. Um, and so just, it's so great. And, you know, thank you everybody so much, Keith. I mean, you've been here for the last four years, just awesome. 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 And our next show will be the 4th of July edition on July 3rd, not 4th, July 3rd. So it will be the holiday edition of Beadmaker and Coffee. Yep. Uh, I don't think this year we have a 4th of July product reveal. So uh, yeah. you'll maybe have to stay tuned to see if we bring up something anyway. Here's the problem. What we learned about uh, product reveals for holidays is you have to kind of be on it like three months ahead. <laughs> We're lucky to be yeah, we're not. I'll be honest. We just sometimes <laughs> have a great week. Thanks, Ron. All right, everybody. Well, that'll wrap up this show. Adam, safe travels home, my friend. Yeah, Let's get, get together us. when you get back in town. Tony, Big T, Crystal Wash video. Crystal Wash video. Crystal Wash video. We'll it's on see your what list. we can do. It's on your list for the week. That's see. right. It, this is now. It is now Tony's responsibility to make sure it happens. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> no pressure. Don't show up couple of weeks without, without a crystal without wash a video, video. <laughs> <laughs> so next time on bead maker and coffee if we don't have it it's his fault perfect if we do have it i will use it as the show lead-in and that's where we'll debut it Ooh, oh okay okay i don't even know how to upload that to the system but i'm gonna I'll figure it out we'll crystal wash video we'll figure it out uh maybe we got a blue bean maker no nope. not never blue again maker. All right. Well, you guys have an awesome week. Thank you so much. We will see you in two weeks from today and go drink some coffee. <laughs> I'm out of coffee. I will see you guys on the next show. Okay. Thanks. <laughs>